When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Retired there, using that word again. That was from some drunken horror, wasn't it? Stop! <laughs> you got mad when I from. said to shut, shut your whore your mouth today. Your whore <laughs> mouth. You ever forget where you're at, Gelfan? Like You ever forget where you're at? I was like chilling with Tom so hard this morning that I felt like I was talking to one of my girlfriends yeah. and I may have told him to shut his whore mouth and <laughs> immediately regretted it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not going to abide by that. Yeah. She did. I, I thought maybe he was taking Vivek Rama smarmy lessons. Boy, you're not going to let that go, are you? Smarmy. I get it. Um, I yeah. want to get to one thing before we get to that because I, I want to talk to you about that, but Andy, I want to run this by. Do you think it's a coincidence that I decided a few days ago to give up drinking Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi because there's too much caffeine in it and I just can't do it anymore. The number one story this morning, the latest gateway drug is Coca-Cola. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> latest. Gateway to what? Right. Obesity. Uh, it says if you're, a, if you're a slippery slope enthusiast, you know all about gateway drugs and slightly naughty stuff that can uh, uh, turn Ned Flanders into El Chapo. That's... The hell of a comparison. It's a very weird metaphor. <laughs> Apparently, though, a new study uh, has found that there's a new gateway drug. It's called Coca-Cola. That once they're on it, people have a very, very hard time getting off it. Oh, we've known that forever. But I mean, it's a big for that story to come out three days after I got off Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi. Is kind of weird, though, don't you think? That's the hell of a coincidence. Yeah. Maybe the uh, New York Post or whatever you're reading is listening to our show. It is from Wise Brothers. Yeah, it's Wise Brothers, but I was trying to... Uh, oh, I the origin? The, the origin of the story. I don't know where, where it came from. I don't know. Taylor and Francis Online, whatever that means. Oh. Taylor and <clears throat> Francis okay. Online. Whatever that means. Uh, so, Mr. Gelfin, why do you watch the debate? I wouldn't watch a debate if you, <laughs> no, for real. If you well, sent I, me $10,000 to do it. Here's, here's the problem. So, it all begins with my cat. Oh, your cat's, your cat's fault. So the Shifting cat, the blame as usual. The cat sprawls. <laughs> yeah, there the you cat go. sprawls out in front of in front of the TV, and uh, if I don't obey her command, sure, she will make me pay for it. Mm. She'll start wrecking things. So I sit down, and she, she because what she really wants to do is take a nap on my foot. And my cat will not jump up onto the couch with me. No, no, I have to go down. I'll pick floor. her up. Yeah, no, no, I can't pick her up. Oh, you can't pick her up either? Oh, that's, that's, a lot of cats will not let you pick them up. No, no, she uh, will have nothing to do with that. So now I'm in front of the TV. I can't, I can't go anywhere. 
uh, this is like, you know, my 15 minutes a day uh, with my cat. Yeah. And uh, and so I, I'm, I'm watching TV, and I'm starting to switch back and forth. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically looking at a lot of stuff, trying to find something I want to watch. So I eventually decide to go back and forth between the Country Music Awards. Murder. How, why does everybody wear a cowboy hat to those awards? It's like, settle down. Well, that's a country western. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. That's what, that's what radio country western is i guess yeah. you know i mean it's it's the whole thing is befalled so yeah. uh, i'm going back and forth between the debate at least it's something live they're down to like five people i heard yeah they're down to five they are and okay. then they'll be down to four next time yeah, if, yeah is there probably. a next there must be a next time i guess i don't know as long as the ratings are okay i guess i don't, yeah, I don't yep. know what the ratings are you know tim scott's on the way out so, yeah seems like it yeah so um and really what would have been much better would have been if the country western people had debated. Yeah, there you go. And the politicians could have sung some country music. You know, just put, you're right. Just put on a hat if you're a guy. That is. Yeah, you got to be. All hat. the women wearing hats too, though. A lot of time. women are wearing hats yeah, too. Yeah, it's a new yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm kind of trapped there, and uh, I'm trying to make the best of it. So um, that that's how it all started, and I wound up. Well, let's say with a great distaste for everybody who appeared on the screen <laughs> from both venues. Yeah, well, I got to be honest with you. I, I I can't find one of them that I like in either party. I was talking about that this morning. Yeah, I'm kind of staying out of politics because I don't like any of these people. Because to me, it's very obvious this is all about money. They mm-hmm. don't give a rat's ass about politics. You and me. It's how much money they can make. Well, yeah, because uh, especially now with the Republicans, you know, they need a lot of money just to stay in the race. And so stay in what race? Well, well, stay in the presidential race, which obviously they're not in to begin with. Why not? Well, because uh, they're they're looking at about a 60 percent deficit to Trump. What? Why are you seeing those numbers? Oh no, those are the numbers. If you look at if you look at the uh, at the uh, the polls, uh, and Trump is leading all these other people by yeah yeah mm. by a lot yeah. So it's going to be. Do you think it'll be Trump and Biden? Looks like it. I mean, most likely because they're they're saying that Biden's losing every poll. I don't pay attention to stuff anymore, Mike. So I don't know what the mm. hell I'm talking We're about. I'm just, Biden might not be able to run. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Well, yeah, Biden's people... Biden's trailing, but it's uh, you know the the next polls could be totally different. It's it's awfully early, but um, I think that uh, and that's the thing we don't if if Trump if Biden doesn't run, then now the next the next thing is who will run. Right, right. That's a big part of it. We we know we know we already know of course that that uh, Dean Phillips is running. Dean Dean Phillips is running. I saw and, that. And uh, Bobby Jr seems to be running but I'm not sure I, he says he's he's going to be a third party candidate. That's what he said, yeah. But then if <clears throat> if Biden opts out, then maybe he'll he'll you know maybe he'll decide to run as a democrat. I don't know. Why do you think it is that Democrats and Republicans can like their their person much more than the other party just because it's their party? I've never understood that. Well, it's identity politics. It is, it's, I guess. It's yeah. because you know, with with gerrymandering and, and all the money that comes in, oh, it's, it's almost impossible to be a centrist. Uh, I mean, Biden is pretty much a centrist. He's he's you know he's he's always always said that he that, and and he in some ways he's been able to, to pull it off. You know, there's there's been some legislation when he when he kind of got together with Republicans. But you can't 
in the House, that's impossible. The House with all the gerrymandering, you know, everybody has to be in the extreme. But not the Senate? No, the Senate's different. The Senate's the per state. House is districts. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Senate true. is states. So you can't gerrymander. Yeah, that's true. Here's See, a fun House, fact. Did you know it's actually pronounced gerrymander? Uh, well, I've it's not pronounced that, but it, it well, maybe should be. The guy who it's named after, his last name was Gary. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. But gerrymandering sounds better, if you ask me. Yep. Same. Look, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, it's interesting that you're, you brought this subject up this morning because I, I, did, I didn't watch the debate or anything, but I did watch the results of this, that, and the other thing and what this person's saying. Mm. And, boy, if you, if you go to CNN and then go to Fox, they must think we're living in two completely separate countries. Well, they want you to believe that. Because they don't want anything to do with the other side. And I just, I don't really, I mean, I don't watch either one. I can't watch either one anymore. I, I, I tried to stay with the news, but yeah. is there one news source nationally that's, that you can watch? It just too, it leans th- too far. I think the only objective, <clears throat> intelligent news source is me. That's you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're, 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 well, that, there you go. I could see that. <clears throat> but I don't know what the hell I, I, I've literally decided um, that I I want nothing to do with politics. I don't like these people. I don't like any of them. Mm-hmm. I've had friends over the years who were politicians, and then once they I had no use for them, they never talked to me again. No, once they had no use for you. That's what I meant. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And it doesn't matter if they were a Democrat or a Republican. Once they don't need you anymore, they won't even think of reaching out to you. Oh, uh, for a minute I thought you were talking about the women I've dated. Well, that too. That that came up as well. They had use for you at some point? Uh, they thought they did. <clears throat> oh, they... I'm not, I'm not suggesting they were right. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't see anybody doing the right thing anymore. I don't like any of these people. Yeah. I, I, I look at them all and it's like, I don't, this is a horrible human being. And they're not, they're not all horrible, don't get me wrong. Mm. But I'm like, I don't want to vote for these people. They're just, ugh. Well, none of it feels genuine. No, either. it does not. Because, what was it, Tim Scott, there was an article where he launched his new girlfriend. And because everybody thought he was single and he just kind of picked this random, well, apparently. The he launched for a girlfriend. Year, yeah. And he introduced her to the world as like, hey, this is my girlfriend. Now, right. So everybody will think I'm a family man. And it's like, I, I don't, it feels like you just kind of picked this woman out of a crowd and yeah. you know, stand next <laughs> to her. Well, that was pretty much his farewell to politics. Yeah. Because he's done now. Yeah, he seems like he's done. He's, he's, you know, the only reason that he made the debate was because he he achieved enough. In there was one poll, which obviously was not a very respected one, that had him with enough support that he that he was able to reach the you know the one of one of the criteria. So mm-hmm. so that's why he man. And, and he knew that after this debate he was done. And all he did was basically just repeat his. His old talking points. He didn't really get into the mix at all. You know, he, he had nothing new. But I think uh, I, I think what it all came down to was a lot of people speculated because he's in his 50s. He's never been married, never been seen with a woman, as far as I know, except mm-hmm. except at birth. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, that that had to happen. Yeah. yeah. He just he couldn't happen. escape that. So <clears> there were people, you know, saying, well, maybe he's gay, and so I guess he wanted to wanted to put that to rest if he could, and nobody's buying it. <laughs> Look oh, how you think straight he is, I am. I have no idea. Why would I, we care? I, got, I don't care in the least if he is or not. Mike, I do have to ask you because it's, you know, staring me in the face here. How can you support a party where half of them hate you because you're a Jew? Um, I don't 
I don't think it rises to that at all. But, oh, you but there are watch the there news. are a few. I mean, and and well, it's it's open season now anyway. It really is. But, it's but, disgusting. But the fact is that that you know almost. And and on the one side, they they can't quite decide whether they want to give more money to Israel, whether they want to support them here or not. And there are reasons, you know. I mean, there are reasons why why both sides should be a little wary because both sides should should and, and mostly do. Uh, I would say, and, and both sides would like to see a ceasefire here. Yeah, that would be nice, but and it's not going to happen. Apparently, doesn't look like it's going to happen. But I mean, you look at the people who gave money to Iran, and they turned around and gave that money to Hamas. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but our politicians financed this war. And I think they could deny it all they want, but they did. You can't just hand money over to the Middle East and not expect it to end up being a massive pain in the ass. Yeah, I would say no matter who you give money to. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a problem there. But, Um, I mean, I have a big problem with this, Mike, because I don't know if you know this or not. No, I'm just kidding with that part, but... I grew up in a black Jewish and Catholic neighborhood. I have many, many, many Jewish friends, and I'm getting really sick of people, people's hatred of Jews. I'm getting tired of it. And yeah. I'm getting very angry about it because you killed 7 million Jews in World War II. That's not enough for you? Really? Well, that's, you know, that's in January 6th, there were people wearing the sweatshirt that said, said 6 million or 7 million isn't enough. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. But they're, so, out, they're coming out of the sewers. Both sides. I can't support either side, Mike. I can't do it because the both sides disgust me right now. It's money grubbing crap, don't you think? Well, that's that's a big part of it. You know, it's it money and it's gerrymandering, it. and uh, it's actually gerrymandering. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're taking the William Shatner approach. To I have yeah, that's right, yeah. William. I will we'll not. say it how we say it. Sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just I I want to understand. When can we ever not get together? That's never going to happen. But can we move toward the middle from both sides just a little bit? Because right now you're both disgusting. Mm -hmm. They just are. It's like, my God. We should at least be able to agree that walking around and just screaming we hate somebody should be not tolerable. Like, you can't. I agree. That's not going to lead to anything but more hatred and more senseless violence. Yeah, it always has. Yes, I don't know. I'm trying to do my best just to, you know, slog through life, and I keep watching this, but but it does seem to me, and I think maybe the ones that I asked, Mike, would be Andy and Tevin and and Brittany, because they're the, the, the that middling age right now. I mean, are, you got to be looking for some more peace in your life than Mike and I got. I mean, that's what's so funny is like, it, and, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. A lot of times I don't know where people fall on stuff when I know That's them socially. Good. And That's it's, great. It's nice. Like the, mm-hmm. the, when you're talking about the difference between me during the pandemic where I had nothing to do and found myself carrying people's viewpoints. And then now post-pandemic, I'm busy. I want like I actually feel like I've known Tevin for a long time and there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I don't know where he stands on stuff. No, that's true. That's, yeah. a, that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I think I'm fine with that. Like, I've never been like, I until when I find out that Tevin is pro this or anti that, like, it's going to change our relationship. A lot of my friendships are kind of just based on similar interests or yeah, whatever. That's good. And then, that's good. Right. Yeah. That's a good thing. I mean, the, the, the biggest problem I have is you have all these these college students with their Jew hate now going I on. I don't mm-hmm. love it. That's but, not great. <laughs> but the big part of it is, you know where that's coming from? 
Just by coincidence, those colleges get a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. Once again, it's the money. Yeah. It's always about well, Saudi money. Saudi money is everywhere. That's what you I'm know, saying. They, they got so much money, they it do. means nothing to them. So, you know, they they gave Jared Kushner $2 billion <laughs> for his for his hedge fund or whatever it is. It seems so illegal. You know, he said, like, uh, how about a billion? And they said, well, make it two while we're at it. I know. This is what I'm saying. Why can't I at least find somebody like who feels that way about money? Give her three bills. You're a woman. You're never getting any money from the Saudis. You're out, sister. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't too. need there. Yeah, I'm having too. a stronghold on any aspect of my life. It well, makes me very sad. Well, let's face it. The Saudis now have decided women can drive. Nothing but trouble. I, <laughs> honestly, it would not be that bad if they were like, I got to drive you around and say, sounds great. I, just, I, I really I, I was hoping, and Mike, you and I have talked about this for 40 years now. Can we ever come together? And the answer is no. It's never going to happen, is it? At least in our lifetime. Doesn't seem like it. It's just so sad that there's this little... And isn't the belief, basically, in the Middle East between Jews and Palestinians, it's their belief is off by like one little tick, but that's enough. Well, yeah, because we, we are now, from birth, we are taught to discover differences, not, that's correct. not similarities. You're 100% right about that. And, you know, you've got... What's happening now, what will be happening more and more, is that, that people are now, they are now uh, basically clumping. Uh, it's not, I made that, that up. I like clumping. But the fact is, you know, now you've got, what you'll have is you'll have really overwhelming blue states and red states. Because, yes, yeah. you know, people who are, who are liberals are going, are going to be moving to where, you know, to the blue states. And, mm-hmm. and so it's just going to be. The same way with the red states. The red states are going to get redder. The blue states are going to get bluer. So you do think that is true, huh? It, it seems to be. There's it some demographic be, yeah. Uh, yeah. proof to that. I mean, it's it's in the early stages, yeah. It's really interesting because Minnesota is like an island. It's kind of weird. All of a sudden, Minnesota, like you see all this all this blue and blue and blue and blue in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and then Minnesota pops up bright red. It's, well, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's, and Minnesota is a classic example, and this is true yeah, of many, is. many states where you know, you've got the metropolitan areas, yeah. mm-hmm. which yep. are expanding, yep. and which are which are deeply blue. And then, of course, you know, you go out state, and it's redder than hell. Yeah, it seems like it. So um, there the conflict just goes on, and, and we've, we're now pitting one side against the other. Now, I don't know the facts here, so I hope I'm not talking out of school and, you know, somebody's married and all that, but your new, uh, your new mayor in your town is a rather attractive young woman. Did you see her? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with her, yeah. yeah. She's a very attractive young woman, don't you think? Um, I, you know, it's politics. I, I, Tom, I just don't look at it that way. <laughs> I see everyone as being ugly. I, I was trying to lean away from that, but you wouldn't <laughs> let me, so never mind. Well, we'll no. see. It, it, it's, and, and in St. Louis Park, by the way, the, the conflict is, is starting to boil. Is it really? really? It, uh, she didn't win by—she won by—she uh, got 59% of the vote. Oh, okay. But— for considering it's St. Louis Park and considering that, that the, the Republicans never, ever put up a credible candidate. Uh, and if they did, it might be really close. Four years from now, if the Republicans are just willing to move a little bit toward the center, they could win. They could become, you know, they could, and, and that's, no one thought that would ever happen again, but it could. They could mm-hmm. We could have a Republican mayor in St. Louis Park. Do you see both parties being stuck on their, their 
ideological views that they neither one of them will move toward the center? Well, yeah, and you talk about the money, so yeah, you know, yeah. one side is getting the money from one one source yep. or, or a few sources and so you know the other people the other way around so they have to they have to stick to where they're at and become they say deeper red and blue to keep the money coming in now in a local yeah. election yeah. there isn't in, in most local elections there's not that much money pouring in especially for a mayoral race like in st louis park where the mayor really is he's just a sidekick oh the mayor or not she a, is now she, she, it's not important in same no nah, they don't have much power well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's a weak mayor system. I did not know that. Yeah. Why? Why is it? Uh, why was it constructed that way? Well, who knows? But it's it's not uncommon, especially especially in in suburban areas. It's it tends to be true. They just didn't. You know, a yeah. lot of them. A lot of them started out with the and and still in, in technically are nonpartisan uh, nonpartisan uh, elections. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, you don't really formally have a Republican and a Democrat. Oh, you don't. Candidate, okay. But okay. it turns out you really do. Yeah. I know. I saw her. She was on the news last night. She seems like a pleasant enough person. Yeah. I don't really know what she's all about. but yeah, I, 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 I think she is. I, I do think that, um, you know, St. Louis Park and a lot of other first-ring suburbs, they're, they're kind of like small towns, but they've all got big town problems. Yeah, that's true. And so I think someone with a little more experience probably would be preferable to me. Yeah, I understand. She's only, what, 23 or something? Uh, I, I think she's like 25, what? isn't she? Was she 25? I'm not really sure. but She's, she's not very old, I know no, that. No, no. Very and, well educated, it seemed. Oh, yeah, I don't no, know no, her. There's, there's no problem there. Um, and I think that, uh, I just think that you want someone who knows, for example, it'd be nice to have someone who's put together a budget. It'd yeah, be, that's you know, true. It'd be nice, yeah. nice to have someone who knew how to like go, go to St. Paul and lobby the legislature. And yeah, but are, you know, Neapolitans they, don't go to St. Paul. I'm sorry, Mike. That's never going <laughs> to happen. Right. Right. <laughs> that's never going to happen. Why would we? Uh, I just really, really wish that we could, instead of judging everyone right out of the box and oh my God, you're not, you don't believe what I believe, therefore I hate you. I really wish that would stop. Can we just take it from the left and the right and move to the center a little bit? You don't have to agree on everything, but how about a couple of little things? Well, right. you know, in, in the House, the the House of Representatives. The U.S. House of Representatives. Um, there's only like with all these, you know, with all these different districts. There's like I think I think maybe 25 to 30 of them that are competitive. The others are decided yeah. with the primary. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So that tells you something about how you're going to get any kind of comity between the two parties. Well, I like the fact that you and I talked about. Because I'm not a member of any party, and and uh, you and I just talked about some very very serious and very important issues, and nobody got pissed off and went, I don't want to talk. I really wish this is how the discourse would go with everybody. That would be nice. Yeah, I, I I've, I've mentioned this, but you know, I'm I'm definitely a liberal, and I've gone to like uh, two precinct meetings, mm-hmm. and they disgusted me so much. These were, of course, democratic yeah. ones yeah. that I I could never. That's what I'm saying, Mike. We can't. You, you, people like you and I cannot get too deep in this because it's. It, I will say it again. It's always about money. God, it's disgusting. Yeah, although power does play a, a role. Well, yeah, but that is money. Yeah, power is money. Money is power. Yep, yeah. it's true. The Eagles are at the XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th, and you can see them with me and my sweet Catherine will be there to enter. Just go to Tom Bernard app or the website at tombernardshow.com. Listen 
for your name to be announced each day at 810-910-1010 and some days at 1023. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, today's qualifier to see the Eagles with me in my suite is Renee Turgeon of Richfield. Renee Turgeon, email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. Renee Turgeon, Richfield, call. We'll have fun. It'll be the greatest. Mike, I'm glad we did that. And I know we ran about 10 minutes over all the rest of it. But I just think that you and I gave an example of, because there are a number of things you and I don't agree on, but we never, ever get upset at one another. Oh, my God, I can't talk to you. I hate you. It's just, I really wish this is how the world would work. We don't have to agree on everything. Uh, I'm pretty much, I don't agree with either the Democrats or the Republicans right now. I'm not wild about either one of them, because both of them got too extreme for me. Yeah, it's and it's, it's uh, since it's this time of year, I would say, it's the Thanksgiving syndrome. That's what it is, Buster. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll get there in our lifetime, Mike, but maybe these other three kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to no, happen. I don't think there will nope. ever be a day in the history of mankind where everybody Probably comes right. together. That makes me sad, but at least that's just stop with the hatred. That's all I'm saying. That's all we're saying. Take here. it easy, right? I agree. I think it's disgusting that you say that. I'm disgusting, I Mike. I, I think it's disgusting that. that you say it's disgusting that you say it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've you canceled go. you all. So please take this. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like political discussions, all the rest of it, but please take this as a lesson that you don't have to agree on politics at all, and you can still get along. Right. It's fine. Right. Fine. If, you, if you go into your Thanksgiving dinner wanting to ruin it, you're yeah. going to ruin it. Yeah. If you just go in and be chill, you can make it. A lot okay. of people do. I'll close out with this one. I had a friend I worked with back when I was doing uh, tie and iron back in the days, many, many years ago. He comes to work after Thanksgiving. He's like, oh, my God, my family won't talk to me anymore. I said, why? What's the matter? He said, you know, I had a bunch of new teeth put in. I said, yeah, I remember you told me a couple of weeks ago you had a bunch of your teeth replaced and got this beautiful smile now and all the rest of it. I said, yeah, but it caused a problem. I didn't think it was going to because I had the last one on the Wednesday just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And they had a buffet set up and, you know, because I was so happy it was uh, going to be a four-day weekend and i just got my teeth and i looked beautiful on the rest of it so i drank too much oh no and it affected my teeth and i vomited on the buffet oh. <laughs> <laughs> i thought i did not know where that was going and that was the worst thing i've ever yeah, that's heard pretty much the worst place that guy's go. the worst you know how mad i would be if i showed up to thanksgiving dinner and Gone. uncle Paul goes through the line and just <laughs> yeah. chucks on What everything. if, though, you were like the three, like there's like three people that went through first? Oh, you, nobody's getting any of my food. I, it would yeah. be almost worse. I don't know what's worse. Because yeah. at least we're going to eat in front of everybody. <laughs> a thousand percent. Oh, I don't know. That would not be good. Like, well, you, well, to share all of a sudden? Oh, my God. And the Thanksgivings that I experienced with my family, I would have loved it if someone vomited. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't care for the food too much. Oh, the food wasn't the worst part. Oh, I suppose. It was just very unhappy. The, the discourse was mm-hmm. not great. No, no. we got to go to break, but I, I, and I'm very serious about this. I really wish that people could just go through what Mike and I went through. Mike and I disagree on a lot of things. We agree on a lot of things. But we're never going to start screaming at each other and say, I'm never talking to you again. Settle down. You can only solve these problems if we all settle down, try to work together. We don't have to go all the way right or all the way left. Just meet in the middle a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Done. That's all we're asking. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Start some other shit right after this. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, I just said this the other night because Tuesday was my birthday. and I Oh, that's right. And, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, sir. But well, we all went out to the entire family, went out to eat, and I thanked everybody. And it was just, you know, I adore my wife, our kids, the grandkids, the family. It was wonderful. Met a bunch of really nice people at Campiello, which is closing, which pisses me off to no end. But... Um, same situation just now, Mike. You and I had a conversation. We did. We agree on very little politically, but I love you. You've been a friend of mine for 40 years, and I hope that gave people an example that when it comes to politics, that's not why I love you. Right. It's got nothing to do no. with it. And I, by the way, I hate saying that word to you because it makes you very nervous. No. <laughs> well, obviously, we love each other after all these years. It's true. All and these we've, years. We've it's been great. in combat. We've been in serenity. Yep. And eventually we just chose serenity. Serenity's a good thing, Mike. There's yeah. no question about it. I didn't grow up with serenity, so it takes me a, it takes me a while to get into that. That's why Mike and I love each other, because we both grew up not in serenity. No. <laughs> That's very true. No, mental illness affects more than one generation, too. Oh, God, mm-hmm. yes. There's no doubt about that. All right, Kristen Burt's going to join us, and I have to ask you a question. I've not seen the answer to this, so you and I will both be guessing. Hi, Kristen. Hi, good morning. You ready? Yes. Nobody else chirp here because, unless Kristen might have seen this already. I have not. Canadian mom shatters hospital record with huge baby. Now, I need to point out, I weighed 11 pounds and was two feet tall when (gasps) I was born. That's insane. I have a friend, Mark Maros, who weighed 13 pounds and three ounces. I don't know what the world record is, but this is a new hospital world record. Any guess? Question, though. Uh, was this a record because the baby survived? Because there was small yeah, and large babies. that can happen. That's that true. Not. So does that... I don't know. It doesn't okay. say, I haven't clicked on it yet. Okay. So, Kristen, your guess. I know the answer. Oh, what? you do know the answer? Yeah. Wow. This, yeah, this story was like a couple days ago. Oh, really? Because just, it just appeared on my deal just today. Yeah. Okay, I don't know so, if it was like yesterday or the day before, but I know the answer, so I don't want to play. Okay, I still haven't seen it, so okay. who wants to guess? So 11 is pretty big, 7 is pretty average. I'm just throwing out information I know. I'm going to go mm, 21 pounds. No. Oh, oh, 21. <laughs> I was going to go 19. I kind of lean your way. I was going to go 19, but this is a, a record, and this right. is news that like it's all over the place. I'm going to say 21 pounds. I have heard that there was a baby born, unfortunately, dead yeah. that weighed 24 pounds. Yeah. Jesus. I had heard about that. Now, you know if that's true or not. I think I, I was know. four mm. when I weighed that Yeah, much. really. <laughs> four years old. Yeah. You know, well, let me, before I give you the number, I must tell you that my friend Bobby Knotts, who, who unfortunately passed away many years ago, I love that guy. He was absolutely convinced until he was about 10 years old that when he was born, he was wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't talk him out of it. <laughs> he really thought, like, he had the top hat. I don't know if he had a cane or not. but <laughs> born That's to a the fancy manor. birth. Yeah. 
That's a very fancy birth. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to scroll down. We're going to get the answer. So their guess pounds. is 20. You're going 20? I'm going to go 20 pounds. And you went how many? Pounds. I went 21. And went again, 21. I fought going 19 because I Andy? was like, this is a huge baby. I literally have no idea. 70. 70 pound baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, go big boy. or go home. Okay, we're scrolling down, ladies and gentlemen. Shatters. Huh? Ooh, she's a very, very happy mom, I'll tell you. She's got a big smile on her face. Probably to get rid of that load in her gut. That's where this, they keep him. It's not even that Blow big. Does someone need to go back to sex ed? <laughs> That's Why, where babies mean? come from, yeah. Kristen. A load in the gut. A load in the gut. <laughs> yep. Well, this baby's not even big. What, what? what is it? Late last month, Brittany Ayers welcomed her 14-pound, 8-ounce infant measuring precisely 21.6 inches at Cambridge Memorial Hospital in Ontario. She and her husband, Chance, named their fifth child Sonny, who was more than double the size of an average tot. No, it's not. Uh, what, so, like, sorry, 14? What? 15, because average not, is about seven. Babies are not 11 inches long when they're born. I can't even remember. At some point, we know we know constantly, and then at some point, you just completely forget what Wait. those parameters oh, God. are. I missed the weight. How much did it weigh? 21 14 pounds. Pounds. Oh, 14 pounds. 14 wow. pounds, 8 ounces. It's not that big. That's twice the size of Go-Go coming Wait, out. That's mm. the guy who doesn't give birth. A 14-pound baby. Uh, I have a feeling she yeah. didn't really give birth so much either. They she cut it out. I'm yeah. sure they the cut that thing out. Yeah. But did we know that? Well, I don't think it's physically possible for them not to have. Well, I was Is born natural, natural childbirth, and I was... Actually, I was 23 inches long, not 24. She did have a cesarean. She okay. did. Was cesarean, yeah. But my mother but didn't. She had had two prior births. Both of her children were like 13 pounds, the first Jesus. two. Mm. That's a world. I, I don't know if that's a world right. record. Are, uh, well, didn't you say a hospital? Maybe it's just for that specific hospital? In Maybe it's just Canada. Or just Canada? It just yeah. says baby on record in 13 years, which is a really. Oh, and, oh yeah, so it's in 13 years. In 13 so it's not years. all time. Okay. Biggest no. baby born at the hospital since 2010. But do they talk at all about the biggest baby ever born? Biggest baby ever born was born in Italy in 1955 and weighed 22 pounds, 8 ounces. There you go. Twenty-one. Wow. No, cool. listen, the Guinness Book of World Records listed at 22 pounds in 1879, and he died within 11 hours. Wow. Well, 1879, what were they using to weigh him? That's a good point. Mysticism? <laughs> Other boulders. <laughs> right. We know, know this boulder probably weighs a Baby's wearing like six-month-old clothes, so mm -hmm. that's a still a big baby. I mean, yeah. you're skipping if that's, six months of clothing. If the picture, because yeah. they have, I don't know if they have stock photos or if it's a picture of the baby. That's a cute baby because it came out a toddler. Like that, babies a lot of time come out not looking real human-like. Baby Sunny came out old enough to vote. Yeah, the baby was like, I'm ready. Let's oh, do this. The 1879 one was kind of cheating, too. Because the mother was seven foot eleven. What? So I yeah, see. you expect a very large yes, baby. Well, when the mother's seven almost foot eleven woman. I think that gives yeah, us some insight into uh, perhaps the overall fallacy of this. <laughs> I think it might yeah. not any of it be yeah, true. I mean, no credibility any anyway. No. Yeah, that's a good point. I will, before we move on, point out that Sunny Airs, a little baby that was born, they dressed it up as a pumpkin. Of course. Aww. Very cute. Very uh, cute. We got to acknowledge the way she's spelling Brittany. It's... This is wrong? It's insane. It's B-R-I-T-T-E-N-E. -T -T -E 
E Y. That's very Utah. That's insane. That's, that's very Utah. I once met a Britney who spells it like Martini, kind of B R I T I N I, and I said that's disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Oh, my buddy's here. London, London, London. Heard your voice since she There's came in. Security. London born. the closet. London was 75 pounds when she was born. Yeah, she looks it. When I adopted London, she was one pound and a quarter. Oh, oh my Whoa. God. Wow. That's a little she, little kitty. Yeah, she did not put on weight for a long time. And the doc, the vet was like, there's something wrong with her. And we did every test in the world, and she's just a runt. She's Nora's nine, nine pounds. She's six. This is it. Oh, wow. Six that's a pounds. that's a small cat. Hobbs, I think, Nora. capped out at like eight or nine. Our, my cat. <laughs> I thought... I thought you were debating getting a cat. You mean you were debating getting a second cat? Yeah. Oh, okay. We, I'm sorry. I thought you were... Not... Yeah, because I had Hobbs for like almost 18 years. Yeah. We got Nora <laughs> four years ago. All right, cool. I just didn't know Nora existed. Felt, yep. I feel a little offended. It's fine. How's but... your cat, Britt? Kevin? Kevin's yep. great. Your uh, cat's name is Kevin? <laughs> Kevin the cat. Kevin oh the cat. Gosh. Hear me out. It had to be something with a k k k sound mm. because the cat always oh, goes sure. to my, my people love that. Yeah, three Ks. K-k-k-k. There we go. Yeah, K-k-k. I didn't say Kevin was spelled with a K. We're done, Brittany. I did not say Kevin was spelled with a K. whole show canceled. It's spelled C-K-E-V-I-N. Thank you. Um... But uh, I also didn't want to name it something that if we had a boy, like I didn't have a name that like I might want to use because somebody was like, you should name Oliver or all these cute names. And I go, no, no, no. It has to be a name I know I would so never waste use. Wasted on a cat. No. So it's Kevin. And he is such a Kevin. He just shows up, chills with me. Kevin's chill. We love him. What do I hear in my head every time somebody says the name Oliver? Yes. Uh, for Oliver. our age, it would you probably be it. Oliver and Company. Nope. It was Stan Laurel. Ollie. <laughs> he always went, Ollie. Oliver's I go through the whole musical. I'm like, consider yourself. Oh, Oliver, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oliver's a cute name. Oh, Oliver, Oliver is very Oliver cute. Became Ollie. Very I love Ollie. Yep. Ollie's super cute. That's where, like, that's made it on our list before if, if Gogo was a boy. but It's also the name of the magic bum in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Of course it is. <laughs> Thanks. Wasn't there a, I knew that. a dog, uh, that's what a dog cartoon? That's what Andy was talking about, Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company, yeah. Yeah, there we go. There it, it, go. It's, it's basically, I think it's basically Oliver Twist, but yeah. it's animals. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I am looking at a uh, Kristen Burt, uh, it's not a photo, it's a, it's a screening. She's very, she has a smile on her face like, maybe SAG after it might be over. Is the, is it? Please it tell is. Me. It is. It's over. Yeah, I know. We have it's a tentative over. agreement. And I will tell you, the mood in Los Angeles, I went to an event last night. It was, I mean, people were so excited. People were drinking time. cocktails yeah. and celebrating last night. Um, this is a tentative agreement. They have to go over all of like the legalese of it, and then they will recommend it for a vote. It's going to pass. Yes. I, I yes. really don't see it not passing. We um and, and in terms of like network shows. They, the cast and crew has already received an email within moments of the strike ending saying we are eyeing like a November like 28th start or whatever. So people are looking to go back into production. The, the networks are trying as best as possible to salvage the second half of the TV season. Oh, they want to yeah. get 13 yeah. episodes ideally out. So if they can get everyone back to work either right before Thanksgiving or just after Thanksgiving, they should be able to crank out those episodes um, and then have a January debut for that mid-season aspect of the TV season. So uh, that's good news. In terms of like streamers, though, they're not as 
in as big a rush as the broadcast networks are because they don't have that that deadline of like we have to get all of our shows out by mm-hmm. May in yeah. order to qualify. So well, two things that I love about it is they were able to go back to work today, which is good. Or they, they will be able to. They back to work today, but they yep. will probably be starting within the next couple of weeks. Well, they told me it was today they could go back. You, Well, there's nothing to go back to just yet, if that makes sense. Did you destroy um, it, personally? Yeah. I didn't. I personally destroyed it. No, right. because they have to get everyone's schedule back up. You've got to get wardrobe, hair, makeup. So it's going to be a couple of weeks, but we will see production begin on all those network shows in the next couple of weeks. And they are going to address the AI issue, I heard. They did, yes. Good, we good. got what we deserved because that last good. AI <laughs> delivery from the studio was crap. <laughs> well, I told you, I, I, I'm the first one that ever happened to that I know of. I'm Maybe it happened before me, but riding in a car one day, I heard a commercial that I did the voiceover for, and there was a line in it that I never said, but they had me saying it. That's wild. That was a little scary, I will tell you that. It's like, well, they don't need me anymore, I guess. Do you think it... Um, the strike is resolved because I asked ChatGPT to make a list of... You did do that just I sent it off to Fran Drescher, our SAG after president, and she took in with her little stuffed animal, that's the little heart-shaped guy, mm-hmm. brought it in, and I'm pretty sure that's what ended it. Cool. And also, I would like to point out that I got laughed at yesterday when I politely asked Kristen to talk to whoever she needed to talk to to get this resolved, and then now magically it's resolved today. So thank you, Kristen, for putting in the legwork, and you're welcome. <laughs> Welcome everybody else for asking the tough questions. You also, I did it all. Um, before we, since we're going to talk about things that you have to, people have to apologize for, because you're asking, can you apologize oh. me for saying that Machine Gen- Gun oh, Kelly yeah, doesn't I, sound like Blink 182? Yep, his new stuff does sound a little mm. Blink 182-ish, so I do apologize, Brittany. I also yesterday said that we made it through 2008 recession, so and that really wasn't that bad. I started watching a Bernie Madoff. It's so oh, bad. If you <laughs> mentioned that to if you would have mentioned that in front of Justin because he sold his house then, yeah. he oh, would up yeah. Oh, yeah. he would attack you. One of the opening scenes was somebody that was in it was like 2009 and he's yeah. like, Yeah, we you know, it wasn't so bad losing the job, but losing the house and he's just bawling and I was like, Okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. Oh, maybe so I apologize wrong. to everybody from two thousand eight. So how old were you in two thousand eight? I was in tenth grade. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. of course you didn't. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I still went to school. Didn't feel the pain. <laughs> Lunch we prices. had a writer's strike going on at the same time, so it was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys ever working, working at this point? Uh, we just always on strike. Well, Remember, this contract, by the way, for both the writers and the actors is only for three years. So oh, potentially geez. we will see <laughs> Here we go. Back in the situation. And, and by the way, IATSE, which is the crew, their contract is up next summer as well. So um, I know. But hopefully everyone can just realize that a six-month strike is never a great deal for why, anyone. Why don't they just start working on it now? Like, I – and I don't mean this in a mean way, but, like, I, I'm sick of hearing about you guys not figuring it out. Can mm. we just have you guys start meeting at the table now for this three years when they have to figure it out again? I know. Like, what What are we missing? You know what I mean? Because it's always new technology that mm-hmm. is yeah, catching up. it's a lot more us. complicated now. Yeah, that's It's true. so much more complicated. And in three years, like, we'll be like, remember when we were just laughing about AI? And it'll be so many more layers to AI that we'll have to make sure are covered. Yeah. Well, they got to take care. Why is everybody in America on strike? The auto workers are on strike. SAG and AFTRA is on strike. Everybody's on strike. What is that all about? 
because the workers are not making a living wage and your C-suite executives are all making 50 million times that. Yeah, megacorps are pretty awful at the moment. Well, once again, once again, money destroys everything. Well, we just talked about uh, the other day that um, WeWork guy yeah. got paid yeah. $1.7 billion to step down, and then they kept him on $50 million a year as a consultant. <laughs> That's the kind of money that just gets thrown around it's in corporate America money. right now. Yeah. It's just, it, like the An amount of money that you could like buy a state with, and they're just throwing it around like it's nothing. Yeah, I, yeah, I was at the grocery store the other day, and uh, I noted that uh, that beef tenderloin is now fifty dollars a pound. Fifty dollars? Oh. Yeah, fifty dollars a pound. Really? Yeah, for the good stuff. Yeah, fifty dollars oh, a pound. God. And then and then I saw a sign that said that said, uh, "Help wanted. We're we're hiring now. Fourteen dollars an hour." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just got to work four for, hours yeah, to buy four a steak. Yeah. 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 Worked all day, but I could eat steak. <laughs> it's astonishing to me, like, uh, what people are offering a per hour wage, just with the way prices are, even at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, $14 an hour is something I earned, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And th- I can't believe that they're saying, okay, adults, we want you to pay your rent or your mortgage, feed your kids, you know, get your health insurance. All on $14 an hour. That's impossible. It is. There's no question about it. Is it ever going to be resolved? Probably not. No. I, I mean, it's, too well, it ha- it, it's been the continuum for most of our lives. It has, yeah. It's true. All right. You have any, I've only, we only got a couple more minutes. Do you have any happy news other than the strike <laughs> is over? And, I don't well, know. yeah. I mean, the strike is over. This is good. We'll be, and I'll be, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be, jam-packed between like December, January, as everyone, red carpets, interviews will be happening. Hopefully this will help the box office quite a bit, which should also be good news. Yeah. will be good news for the Marvels because they completely missed their window. They're opening on Friday, so they're probably bummed about the timing. But um, it's officially Christmas season. So if you look at the pitches in my inbox from pub- publicists, it's all like Eddie Murphy has a Christmas movie. Tim Allen's back with his Christmas series. It is oh, yeah, the, uh, Hallmark. Santa Here's the Hallmark slate. Christmas officially began, I think, in mid-October this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. we failed again. Again, it's absolutely. We tried true. to kill it, but it, we just couldn't do it. it. Won't. But I will say, Eddie Murphy's. I watched the trailer for it, Candy Cane Lane. That's going to be on Amazon Prime. It actually looks kind of cute. So. Really? Yeah. It's one of those, you know, where the the neighborhood um, has to goes crazy with decorating, um, and he kind of like sells his soul to an evil elf. <laughs> An evil and things elf. go awry. An evil elf, oh. and things go awry, because he wants to win the contest. I just remember when when Christmas began, the day after Thanksgiving. That's yeah. That's what it used to be. And now it's the be. day after yeah. Halloween, July seventh. Yeah, yeah, you put all the Christmas decorations. <laughs> it's a lot of decorating, so it's nice to get the most out of it. Yeah, I already I started. I start decorating November first. Yeah, I, I started to put up my crash yesterday. Did you okay. yesterday? Mm-hmm. I'm going to offend everybody in the neighborhood. I went to the Target over in St. Louis Park yesterday. There are plenty of happy Hanukkah signs that are up, I'll tell you that. Really? A lot of them over there. Also, a lot. That that parking lot has the most, uh, like, cords for our uh, parking spots for electric, electric, cars electric cars than I've yeah. ever I seen know. in my life. They do. Yeah. Holy fuck like though. Yeah, but I just the St. Louis Park one just has an alarming amount. It's just... It's like more than anyone could possibly need. Yeah. Well, you know, right now there's a lot of vacancies. 
That's true. That but is true. There check, are. Check it out in a couple of years. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, with the electric cars is the amount of time you're in Target, you're going to charge your battery like 5%. So not why even way, bother? Oh, Andy, not the way I do Target sometimes. Yeah, when I need a break and I'm like, I'm going to go run a Target, I just slowly walk around. You go to Starbucks first and get yes. your Starbies. Yes. In and out. Sometimes Go goes with me and we just both need a break. Sometimes I'm without her. You can see me roaming the Eden Prairie Target like I'm haunting the place. Yeah, for me, they don't even need to turn on in the heat because the trail of fire I leave when I'm going so fast yes. oh, yeah. to get the hell out of there. My goal in going into Target is in and out yep. and as quick I used honestly. to be I'm that in there person. for five, ten minutes tops. I used to be that person, but now it's like the sometimes the release of the day of like nobody Well, needs sometimes anything. it is, yeah. Well, the problem is like I'll go into the CVS pharmacy there. Yeah. And uh, I've... It doesn't matter when I go. Yeah. It doesn't... Nothing matters. It's, if there's one person in front of me... It's a 10-minute wait. Oh, well, yep. uh, your insurance company doesn't seem to want to I pay know. for this. Oh, no. The other day, I woke three hours for something because it was claimed a controlled substance. And I was oh, like, sure. yeah. okay, like I could go into detail, but it was not. I was just like, this is insane. No, everything's a controlled substance now. I was like, you're technically controlling every aspect of my life right now. Yeah, I was taking, um, what was it, gabapentin for a oh, while. Oh, gabapentin. <laughs> and it's, they act like you can make a nuclear bomb out of the stuff. And it's like, I don't know, I took it, it barely even affected me. It's like, how is this um, being treated the same as, you know, like fentanyl? Yeah, mine is an infertility drug. So if you're getting high yeah, off just of the infertility, like, what are you talking about? Well, like, same... I just want to get pregnant, damn it. <laughs> just knock me up so I can leave. Well, they do the same thing with Pokemon cards, though. Like, you go to certain <laughs> targets. Interchangeable. Yeah. They'll, have signs, they'll have signs that are like, we do not sell Pokemon cards. We do not accept Pokemon card returns. Get the hell out of here with your Pokemon Jesus. cards. Please, oh, my yeah. shampoo's locked up. I know. Yeah, oh, don't even get me started on if you need to shave your legs at any point. That's... <laughs> two-hour wait on that thing yeah. i just order from amazon i know it's not the best thing but i'm like i don't have time to like be dinging for the right dollar shave club that's what i do nice. and chris is going back to entertainment so with now the strike is over there were a lot of shows that were waiting to release their new season until they could promote it so do you have is it still too early to know are they going to start rushing things back out on streaming right away for new seasons coming out uh, probably for the new year, because now we're, we're literally in the holiday season and there's not always a big audience, unless it's like a Netflix where they know they can release it over, say, Christmas, between mm -hmm. Christmas and New Year's, and people will binge watch it. But those prestige shows, they're going to wait until the first of the year and, like, get together at, like, a proper press junket. Because remember, I haven't been able to interview anybody. We haven't been doing red carpets. Um, I think they're finally rescheduling last June's daytime Emmys for December 15th. So everything is going to be crazy for the first couple of months of just getting everyone like back, landing back on their feet and getting grounded. There you go. You just want to stay on for your show tomorrow now too, since it's so late. <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap. The co-workers are yap, 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 yap. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you. Take a gander at the clock. That's all I'm saying. Kristen, we will talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Thanks Have a good a one. We'll be right back for one more minute of content right after this. <laughs> This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. 
Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. Air dancer guy, scratch off plastic keys, bubble machine fire. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. We, we actually have three minutes before we have to go. What do you think of that? Dang. How are we going to fill the time? You guys didn't just yammer all the way through it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know. We're... Any other important issues should, we should cover in the next three minutes? Uh, yeah. What are they? Great question, Brittany. She'll get back to you on that. Taylor Swift is starting her international nope. what tour. What a nope. shock. Nope. We said important stuff okay, that we fine. should get to. We don't have to talk about Taylor Swift. I do want to hear what Andy thinks about the new flags. What is his favorite submission? I haven't looked at them in a while. Let's see here. Do you like the laser beams coming out of the loon's eyes? The loon's eyes, That's yes. That's one of my favorites. Public submissions revealed. Let's see here. Oh, the uh, weird floppy loon, you mean? Yeah, there's a, well, there's a lot of loon ones, there's but there's weird, one. There's a hot loon, dish do, one. Do, do, do. There's, um, what's this, Swedish, Sweden but green? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. So, do you I, like the I like the one that stuff? was clearly drawn in crayon by a yeah. six-year-old. I actually really like that one. <laughs> and if that one won, I'd be happy with it. I'd, I'd, Minnesota's spelled wrong, naturally. I'd don that course. flag. One in. Yep, exactly. Yep, it always is. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. <clears throat> Man, there's a... There's a lot. Wait, wow, I, this is a s- submission F1018. It just says Minnesota written in like permanent marker on a white background. Yeah. With a smiley face and a star of David. 
Love yeah. it. Mm, there Love you it. go. So uh, I don't know what that's supposed to be saying. Yeah, I think if I had a vote, I would vote for number F816. F816. Like the loon with the M in the upper corner with the star. It's that's not a good bad. One. That's I a good one. I like the cleanness of it. Yeah, that's the thing. They say that a good flag is one you can draw from memory, though. Ooh. And that one I could not draw from memory. Okay. But the hot dish one I could. I don't oh, so believe the, you. So the one we have now you could not draw God, from memory. No one could. Nobody could. No human could even it attempt. You shouldn't try. It's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Far too chaotic. All right. Is that going to do it for the show? Uh, I guess so. I guess I could tell you real quick that... The Como Zoo had a giraffe. A baby giraffe was born there. Oh, giraffe. See, they just kicked the pandas uh, out of out of the country and they <laughs> sent them back to China. Now we had a giraffe. Isn't that crazy? We never. I don't know if you talked about it on the family, but I never talked to you about that. That panda thing is. I didn't know we were renting pandas. Weren't they here for like fifty years? <laughs> yes. Like America. 50, no, they're gone. They're like what? If we're the country that can't make our own pandas, what are we doing with our life? Well, exactly. You got to have your own pandas. Thank you. Well, I. The whole thing is that, like, China has domain over all pandas in the world. They do, yeah. How are we allowing that? I don't want to start a war over this, but pandas are easily my favorite resource in the world. Because there's there's no wild pandas in... How is that surprising that they have, they run the whole world yeah, of pandas? They own all the pandas. They'd be like, uh, I don't know. Like what, well, we own like, all the mosquitoes? Is yeah, it, well, it's, it would be like, you know, like timber wolves, for example. It's like, you know, it, no zoo in the world can have timber wolves without our permission. Is that that would prob- probably never fly. Yeah, it no. would never fly. But the pandas are cute. <clears throat> so cute. The only panda left in America is my son, Andy. That was yep. his nickname when he was a little boy, is Andy Panda. Mm-hmm. Still is. He's still panda? Yeah. Well, Eddie should be still be panda. You're absolutely right. Even though no one under the age of probably 40 even knows what Andy Panda is. I don't know what it is. I thought it was just because it kind of... It was a cartoon. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, it was well before my time, but yes. I think, you know. Yeah, you went and searched it. Exactly. What was Alex's nickname? Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. Huh? Come on. Because she looked, when she was born, she looked like a certain animal or thing. A little mm-hmm. bird. A bird. And so you call her Twitter. Tweety Bird? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't believe I remembered that. And Panda and Tweet. The whole time they were little kids, it was Panda and Tweet. That's yep. really cute. Let's bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not coming in today, Tweet, but Panda's here. Yep. So that's good. Well, the, well, we were talking about the radio names. There you go. There you go. Tweety and the Panda. We got Panda on the mic. Mornings with Tweety and the Panda. <laughs> Monday through Friday. <laughs> I'd listen. You got me. Well, yeah, know, I would too, actually. You know, I always thought that Mike was a nice, you know, standard cute name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I found out that in Swahili it means cynical son of a bitch. <laughs> I know so many Very Mikes. Nice. Yeah. I, I know. We all know so many mics. So many mics. What were my parents thinking? <clears throat> what were they thinking? I want to do something because you guys just, I've never done this, but I want to do it now. Okay. I'm going to look up and see how many mics I know because I oh. bet you it's by far. It's uh, got to be at least eight. You think it's eight? Uh, yeah, I think I'm so. I've, well, I've counted just like people who are adjacent to the podcast. There's like six or seven. But you have to look up Mike and Michaels. That's the problem. Like, I can't just look up Mike. I'm going to do M.I. You can do it. You can do it at the same time I'm doing. It. Okay, Michael Bryant, Michael Eberts, Michaela Brewer, Michaela. Uh, well, does Michaela count? That's not really Mike. That's not really Mike. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're starting to move the goalposts. Yeah. A okay. Bit. Now we'll get to the mics. 
Mike from Mike and Susan, my next door neighbors, Mike Bilski, Mike Gelfand, Mike Jennings, Mike Lindell, Mike McVeigh, Mike Molina, Mike Oberg, Mike Weber. It goes it's on. Of so far. many Mikes. I have so Holy many Mikes. Oh, my God. Now, what about the MY Mikes? I would never. No, I don't know any. I, I don't know never. one. Well, you know, Michael Thompson. The, the basketball. That's right, part. Michael Thompson was M Y C H A L or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. M Y K E Ls make me feel unnerved. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a little too commie. <laughs> that's <Okay>. why. <laughs> All right, we gotta go because we're gonna start the family podcast. I know. And Love you. Talk to you later. Love you too.